Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, your haven for all things pinball. And we're going to have to talk about virus stuff, but it's going to be okay, you guys. I promise. One of the big things I want to start before we introduce our guests, which I am super, super duper excited about. We have two new patrons. I'm so excited. They happened like at the same time. It was right after I recorded the episode with Sunshine. So I was like, oh my gosh. Um, Well, one of them happened before Sunshine. Uh, Our first new patron is Leslie Ruckman, who you guys might recognize the name from the women's world. Um, I am so excited, Leslie. Thank you so, so much. And our other new patron is Ryan Cravens, who I did not know personally, but I think he works for Stern. Um, But I am super excited. Thank you guys so much for being patrons. And I just got the pins in. So for those of you who donate at the $5 nightlight level, that's $5 a month for this lovely content. You guys are going to be getting a cool enamel back box pinball podcast pin. You're going to get a cool vinyl sticker for your car or for wherever. And you're also going to get my love and admiration as well. So we're going to be mailing those out. I haven't sent them out yet, but we're going to be mailing those out shortly to all of our current patrons. But if you decide to be a patron, that's going to be the cool swag you get as well. And I'm trying to work on koozies, but I haven't gotten the koozies made yet. But pins and stickers are a go. So those will be coming both to uh, Leslie and Ryan and all of our other patrons. You guys, thank you so much. And like every time I get a patron, I'm like, oh my God, somebody likes me. I'm so excited. Somebody wants to give me money. It's like, yay. So uh, thank you for supporting the podcast and for loving the content. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh. We have a return guest. Y'all, you, I, I give her so much love on the show. She is amazing. She is the tournament director with the mostest and queen on the fashion scene when it comes to pinball fashion, Miss Soft Plunge Apparel herself. Welcome back, Jessica DiNardo. Yay! Hey, Lauren. Thank you for having me back. Yay! I'm so excited. We had, Jessica and I had talked uh, maybe like two months ago or so. I'm like, hey, you got to come back on the show. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to have cool stuff for the uh TPF. And I'm like, yeah, you totally have to come back on. And (laughs) but we're still going to have spring fashion show because we are going to look fabulous on all of our um, streams and, uh, you know, video conferencing and all that while we're while we're dealing with all this quarantine stuff. Jessica, so biggest thing, obviously, TPF was canceled. Everybody is super bummed about that. So I, I, I'm assuming everybody that listens to this podcast is aware that it has been canceled. <laughs> um, but if you're not, uh, TPF has been canceled. Unfortunately, they're not going to reschedule. Um, it's been a huge blow to a lot of us here in Texas, but just across the world. So many people had plans to be there. And not only for, for Ed and uh, Kim, who organized the show, but for all the vendors as well. And I know this kind of affected you. Definitely. Uh, it was going to be my first year at Texas. So I was really, really excited to be able to go and see everybody. And I've heard so many wonderful things about the show. I was really looking forward to being able to be there in person and experience it instead of just watching everyone's photos pop up on social media the whole time it's going on. I'm always like, man, I wish I was there. Um, so yeah, we had a big mega booth for soft plunge and double danger pinball. So that's obviously not happening. And it's impacting everyone. You know, it was really disappointing. Everyone, of course, was looking forward to it. But it's definitely the right decision, especially um, in the past few days of everything's really escalated. But it's it's the right call to make. I was working um, the Double Fine booth at Penny Arcade Expo East in Boston a few weeks prior to that. And that was really when stuff was just kind of starting to happen. And, you know, really serious sanitation processes happening there. But even so, a lot of vendors had already pulled out. Attendance was really low. So if that's an indicator of how shows were going to be looking, it's definitely the right decision for, for them to have taken those steps preemptively so people didn't have to make those decisions on the spot. Um, it was a very different type of show going to it with everything starting to come up. So I just don't think that Texas would have had quite the same feel. Um, And also huge kudos to the people who were putting the event on for stepping up and protecting our community. That's 
can't, it's not an easy decision to make for anyone to have to close down or cancel during all of this. And especially to have something that people look forward to all year. And then you've worked so hard all year and to have to just say, well, it's off this year is really, really challenging. So sending a lot of love and support to those guys and for all the hard work that they've been doing and all the hard work they had to do to kind of wrap it up and make that big call. But it was the right one and we'll be at Texas next year for sure. And um, showing as much support as possible. Yeah. There's a lot going on with that. You know, they're trying to get refunds to the tournament players. They're asking for folks, if you can take your 2020 pass and move it to 2021, because that's going to help a lot because, and I organize not something of this size, but I do organize a conference every year. And it's always a challenge because you're essentially using that money from the year to pay all the vendors and do all these things. You know, nobody has this clause in their insurance contracts. Nobody has a pandemic clause. There's a lot of insurances that won't cover this sort of thing, which is disappointing. So people who are having to cancel these shows are out quite a bit of money. They've done two things to help support TPF. If you guys are interested, if you haven't heard, one, they actually have a GoFundMe page that is organized by Cointaker, which was really, really nice. And then and I will include that link in the show notes if you guys haven't seen it. Um, and I donated, but everybody in the pinball community has really stepped up. They they were asking for $15,000 and they've got just about 10. So that was really impressive. So for those of you who have donated, thank you so much. It's a tough time. So it, it's hard to ask people to donate because there's a lot going on. But But if you do have an extra few dollars, I know that Ed, Kim, and all the organizers would really appreciate it. The other way you can support if you don't want to do the GoFundMe is to buy swag from the TPF shop because they opened up the shop. They got all the cool, you can buy the swag bag that was going to be for the people who were going to be in the event that were either donating pins or working booths. Um, They have the cool little swag bag with all kinds of stickers and they have the coin, all that. Um, And they also have the shirts and mugs and all that other kind of stuff. So if you want to support that way, that's another great way to support TPF. And I know this also affected um, the Midwest Gaming Expo. Um, there's a Midwest gaming classic. I mean, there's just so many shows that have now canceled. And then on top of all that, IFPA came out and said, we are not going to be sanctioning any pinball throughout the rest of March. So, I mean, we had canceled, we being, uh, Bells and Chimes San Antonio, we had just canceled our event right before, um, that notice had come out, but um, that's just affecting a lot of, a lot of pinball out there. So it's, it's, it's disappointing, but like you said, it's a completely necessary. I pinball is, I'm going to say, you know, there's needs to be social distancing and no touching, but pinball is just filthy. <laughs> you got your hands where other people's hands oh, yeah. are. And it's like, Oh my God. It's like being like in a ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese, man. <laughs> I was like, there's just way too much stuff going on. Um, so I, I seen people sneeze or cough and then touch the buttons immediately and cringe uh, and have that moment of wait, no, why? No. But now especially <laughs> we have to be way, way more vigilant. Definitely. We have to not only think about our own safety, but the safety of our friends who are older or maybe have a compromised immune systems. You know, it's <laughs> kind of like, oh, I'm fine. But I'm like, this isn't about you. <laughs> this is about our friends who aren't fine. So yeah. um, so much love to the TPF family and also all the other show organizers out there. And uh, a lot of our, the arcade owners as well. I mean, I just saw that they're closing Logan Arcade. There are so many things going on. Um, I know in the Pacific Northwest, it's been hit really hard, Jess. I mean, you know, I was like, I was flabbergasted at the number of cases that were reported in Seattle, but I know this has hugely affected the Seattle Portland scene. Definitely. I've been watching kind of all the announcements coming in from the self quarantine of home and, and seeing everything that's happening and seeing some bars and locations that are potentially closing for good. So, oh, wow. It, yeah, there are a lot of places that have been hit really hard. I just saw this morning uh, Tanker Bar in Portland, which is next to Quarter World and has some machines there permanently closing their doors. Um, Quarter World itself, during the closure, they actually came out with something that I really love, um, a model to kind of still keep their employees doing something and to be able to help people while they're going a little stir-crazy. They're renting out machines. So all of their pinball machines are available to rent um, the pricing monthly depends on if it's a newer and older title kind of thing. And they're also renting out their arcade cabinets and things like that. And I've seen just in my little group of Portland and Seattle friends, people saying, I wish we had something like this in Seattle because it's definitely going to help with the cabin fever that people are getting. 
pinball withdrawal, which is a real thing. We've all experienced it. And some of us are experiencing it right now for the people who aren't fortunate enough to be able to afford to have games in their home or normally think they have the space to have games in their home, I think are making some exceptions now. And this is making it possible for people to have that, which is a really great thing. So hopefully that's something more operators can do to be bringing in money during this time or more location owners are able to do. I know it's not possible for everyone, but it's uh, a really good thing that we're seeing. I know Wedgehead in Portland, which is one of my favorite locations ever, got hit really hard. And I'm hoping that they're able to come out on the other side of this and open back up and, you know, just trying to throw support to them in any way possible. Like you said, it's challenging for people who are out of work, who are also worrying about where their own income's coming from to be able to kick some money people's way. But you know, support people by buying merchandise off their websites. I know Wedgehead's got some great shirts and stuff. Um, Electric Bat Arcade's got some great shirts, you know, just different places that have good um, web stores and things like that to be able to kick them a little bit of money during this time and still get something really rad that maybe you were putting off buying will really help them through all of this. Yeah, it's um, one of those things. I I love Rachel's shirts. I mean, I'm like, oh, I probably have to get one of those, especially now. Um, yeah, they just closed my coffee shop, What's Brewing Pinball Arcade yesterday, like officially, like we are not doing any pinball and coffee is a to go, you know, run out to your car drive through thing. We were all kind of waiting. We're like, yep. So we just started talking about like, hey, we may rent out the machines, which one of our other friends, they were planning to go to the UK because that's where he's from. Hey, Ian. Um, but it's uh, they were like, oh, the, the shops in the UK are renting out their machines. I'm like, well, that's a nifty idea. And then like I was online yesterday. I'm like, oh, this is like everybody's doing this. And and we're talking about it here in San Antonio as well. So I think it's a great idea for those of you who don't want to commit, like, you know, Jessica said to the space, you know, you're only going to have it for you know, hopefully fingers crossed a month or two. And it's a great way to learn on a machine. Like for me, I was looking at the shadow, like, cause we have that in the shop and I was like, uh, can I get that? Cause I always come on that in tournament play and I don't do well. So I'm like, maybe that's something <laughs> I can practice on for the next month or so. Right. Um, yeah. Cause I still need to work on my, my BSD is having some issues. So I got to get that worked on. So I'm like, Oh, I need something that's working. Cause I'm already going stir crazy. It's like, I'm having conversations with my dog and I'm contacting <laughs> my, my coworkers who are teleworking with me way too much. So, um, so I think that's a, a wonderful idea. And again, guys support your local arcades. They're going through a lot and understandably, you know, like with restaurants and bars, it's places where people congregate, people are touching a lot of stuff. And unfortunately, a lot of them are closing. Hopefully they will open back up and, uh, much love to all of them out there. Um, I hope everything goes well for you guys. So, oh my gosh, that is just, it's just, it's a crazy world. It's a crazy world, guys. It's a crazy world. It's a good time for working on some pinball projects if you are an owner or if you are housing a machine for a little while. We are working on our friend Bob's um, Demo Man project. So we've been doing a nice. full playfield swap and repair on a Demo Man, which is a huge undertaking to do a yeah. full playfield swap on a Demo Man. Um, there's a lot of little parts in there. But it's interesting because I'm like learning stuff about the game I never knew. Like, there are little cars in there. Did you know there are little matchbox cars in Demo Man? I could never see them. No. Because the I, plastic they're under is always filthy. So I was like, there's cars. It's one of them I did not the actual that. police car from Demo Man. I was like, this is so great. So it's giving me time to become way better acquainted with machines. Um, and we are repairing a machine uh, scoreboard. 1956, oh, okay. I believe, scoreboard wood rail, doing a full restoration for oh, a nice. gentleman whose his mother used to play the machine out at her favorite bar. And then when she got pregnant with him, his dad went into the bar and said how much for the machine because she couldn't go into the smoke-filled bar anymore when she was pregnant. So he just bought it for her and brought it home. And it's oh. been in his family ever since. So um, it was having some problems not working. So doing a full restoration, which is really, it's a lot of work, but it's really exciting to be able to go in and make that happen, especially for someone who has such a strong family connection. Um, and the plastics, we were so melted from the old bulbs, from the heat from the old bulbs that they just weren't saveable. So um, we actually tracked down Ryan Clayter had made um, some reproduction plastics for it and sold them through pinball resource and they were gone. They were all sold out. So I was like, 
Ryan, are you going to make any more of those? And then I hounded uh, Steve at Pinball Resource and was just like, could we please get some more of those plastics? And they did. They made it happen. They worked them. So they're still available if anybody has a scoreboard out there or knows someone who's got a project. They're back on Pinball Resource website. So thank you all so much if you're listening for uh, making that happen. So now we're actually able to finish this project and deliver it back. But plenty of time for it now. Yeah, Ryan is a treasure. The knowledge and the stuff that they're able to get about some of those older wood rails. I love wood rails. I have a particular fondness for them. Uh, it's This is how bad it's gotten now because now everybody knows about my pinball obsession and how like way deep I'm into this. I get a text like this is a couple weeks ago from like my director's like number two, like this is like kind of high up my chain. And it's just a picture of a Southern bell, which is an older wood rail from the fifties. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I was just like, I was like, boss, why, why are you texting me? He's like, do you want this? I buy it for you. And I was like, um, boss, he's like, he's like, no, no, I'm in, I'm in Arkansas right now, but we're in the car. We can drive it back. I'm like, okay, boss. <laughs> I'm so excited that you would want to wrangle dangle for a pinball machine for me. Um, but I can't get another one because uh, my husband will kill me. So, but, but thank you. And he just like, LOL. He's like, okay. He's like, just so you know, we're going to be in the shop for a little bit. So if you want it, cause I was like, oh my gosh. that's super cute. I was like, oh, and he's like, it's working. I'm like, oh. I, I was, I was sorely tempted. I was like, yeah, like, but no, but no, but like I have, I love wood rails. I was like, they're just so charming and just so cute. And, just, and when they're restored, oh, they look so nice. Because yeah. usually they, they're just looking kind of janky and melted plastic and, you know, like the wood is like just go, so grimy. It's just, oh, I'm, I'm excited. You'll have to send me pictures when it's done. I will. Yeah, we're um, we're keeping some of the original, you know, we're not bringing it back to full because he really likes kind of the fade on the cabinet because it has history for his family. There's actually um, like worn spots on the side rails where you can see where his mo- have- like mother's hands would be. And the little cigarette holders on the side, which were used in the bar when she was still smoking, when she was going there. So there are a lot of things that he wants to keep the exact patina on. And we totally understand that. So we're maintaining that while making sure that the game itself is looking beautiful and playing beautifully. Oh, it's yeah. exciting. That, that's really, that's neat. I'm excited about that. Yes, I definitely want pictures of that because that's going to be super cool. I will post uh, for sure. <laughs> well, the the one thing I wanted to ask you before we get into fashion show is p- the pinball podcast. I'm a yeah. huge fan, and Wait. I know uh, st- I know several other people just personally that are like, "Hey, is that coming back?" I was like, "I don't know." Um, last time you guys did a show was I think was it August of last year. I think it was a long September. time ago. <laughs> it, was, it was a few months. It's been, we'll, yeah. we'll just say it's been a few months. Um, so where's that going right now? What's, what's, what's the status on that? So um, for anyone who is a fan of the show or has been listening to the show, who's friends with uh, Jeff, my co-host on Facebook may have seen, he um, has been going through a really difficult time and I've just been trying to be supportive co-host partner through all of this and just kind of knew, you know, when he was ready, we would get back to it. And, um, I'm really, really thankful for his ability to step up when he needed help with mental health issues and be able to say, I need some space right now. I need to work on things. It takes a lot to do that. And that's something we haven't shied away from talking about on the show before, because I think a lot of people in our community do have some, something going on you know we all come to pinball together for for some shared interest and fun and comfort and joy and sometimes that translates to having more difficult parts in other parts of our lives and this is maybe an escape or a therapy for us and um i definitely feel that jeff and i have aspects of that and he really needed to take some time to get himself you know feeling better and healthy and i'm very grateful that he had the opportunity to do that and that he's at a point now where he was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. Let's come back to it. So um, he's ready. I'm ready. We are going to be recording. Um, just trying to, with everything, of course, he made the announcement, we're coming back. And then all of this craziness starts to happen. And we're just trying to navigate, okay, when's the best time to do this? How do we want to, to come back? And um it's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. I don't have an exact date, but he and I talked um, a few days ago and it's definitely coming back. We're excited. 
Oh, that's exciting. I mean, with the creation of the pinball network and some other changes, there have been a lot of updates to the pinball media landscape. And, you know, some of my my favorites to include your show, Skillshot, there's a couple others that have kind of gone on a, a temporary hiatus. I'm very excited. So I'm very excited to have you and Jeff back. I can't wait to Thanks. listen to, to the next episode. I think that'll be so great. Uh, yay! Yay. So happy. Yeah, yay! The support that kind of came out when Jeff made that announcement on the page. I didn't even see it at first. And all of a sudden I have all these notifications and I was like, what is going on on our page? <laughs> Cause we haven't said anything for a while. Um, but all of the messages of love and support from everyone who has sent them in during any of our difficult times that we've had uh, mean so much to us. And we really, really appreciate all of the listeners and the people who've stuck with us through some rocky times. Yeah, I know. You guys, thank you so much. And I, I can't wait to hear the new content. Believe me, I'm burning through my content right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> That's why I was like, I got to get this episode out as soon as possible. It's great to have more pinball content from people you love. So I'm so excited. Yay! 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 Awesome. All right. Well, girl, the main reason I was going to have you on, it is a spring fashion show. Spring fashion show. Spring fashion show. show. Because, okay, <laughs> I know that you listen to the show. So your clothing gets quite a few mentions on the show, particularly the infamous shorts. But, but yeah, we uh, do love soft plunge here on the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Not only are we supporting our friend Jessica, but also supporting a small business owner, which I really, really like. So Jessica. Yeah. What is going on with Soft Plunge? What have you got going new? How, how have things been going? Because you've been at this about a year now, almost. Yeah, yeah. We're getting getting close to the year mark. It's been interesting. You know, anytime you start a new business, they tell you don't expect to make any money or, you know, you're going to be losing money for the first few years that you're doing it, which is true. <laughs> so um, it's a labor of love. It's one of those things where I'm like, I want to create some different stuff to bring into our pinball clothing lexicon. I want to do some weird stuff. There's a lot of artists who I love who I want to support. So that's kind of my way of bringing together my love for this really cool art and pinball itself is art. So kind of like working those things together. Um, and I was really excited. I was supposed to have a few new things at Texas that I was going to be debuting. So in light of everything that's happening and all the closures and changes, I am going to be releasing my Texas designs online. So Yay! I'm really, really excited. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get the stuff up on the website. Okay, look, can I just talk about how much I hate pre-orders right now? Because I got <laughs> bit. Um, I know last time we talked about some new designs that I had coming up. And uh, I had an issue with the printer that I was using. So I had to switch to another printer. And um, just for various reasons, still love my original printer still had to switch for this particular order to a new printer and the shirts came back to me and they were awful. The print oh, quality no. was really, really terrible. And it was not something that I felt proud of sending out into the world. So basically every hoodie that I got, the ink was all like gummed up on it. They were bumpy. Mm. It just wasn't something that I could imagine people wanting to wear or being happy wearing. So then I switched printers again to get everything redone um, just to try and avoid the issue. And of course I'm a perfectionist, so I still wasn't hundred percent happy, but it's like I had pre-orders in. So now I have these poor people waiting who thankfully, thank you to everyone who was very patient through the pre-order process with me was really, really kind about it. Um, there was only one person who was like, no, I'm not going to wait. And I was like, okay. And that kind of broke my heart a little bit, but I understand it. And I appreciate the support in the first place. So I, um, you know, weathered that storm don't want to necessarily do a pre-order thing again. So I will do a big announcement when the shirts are getting close to ready to ship, but I am doing two designs. Um, one design is by an artist named Noah mass. He is wonderful. And I have been wanting to do this design for a while. It's kind of a script flip on attack from Mars. Oh, cool. So um, it's going to be a glow in the dark design two color design and I'm very, very happy to be able to release that one. So it's um, kind of an alien Ripley from Alien character mm -hmm. holding the limp alien body as opposed to oh. the big, strong alien carrying the helpless girl. Um, so it's total script flip in this crazy pulp magazine cover style. 
and I super love it. So it's like a purple and green and the green is glow in the dark and I am so excited about it. And I can't wait to show everybody. So I'll get a preview image up so that everybody can take a look at it by the time the show goes up. And then I'll have orders open once I have the shirts in hand. So I appreciate everyone's patience. And the other design that I'm doing is a new tank top design, um, which was actually supposed to be something else that I'm not going to talk about yet because I'm still going to do them. Um, and the design is by Tabby Veraldi out of Chicago. She's done a lot of art for Logan Arcade. So um, I am working on another thing with her design, but this is kind of a piece of that design in tank top form. And it's going to be a metallic print on a black tank top. So nice, shiny metal front. Um, and I'm really excited about that one. So I'll have those up as well, but I'm, you know, trying to support small businesses through all of this because there are a lot of people who just don't know where their money's going to be coming in from. So I was able to work, um, and find someone who was able to do some printing for me during this time. There's definitely supply chain issues, which is why the original items that I was going to make with Tavi's art are not working because a lot of that stuff was coming in from China. So we went straight from Chinese new year into COVID-19, which is really hindering a lot of product coming in. And it's like very specific because I have high quality standards and I want specific things. So being patient, writing that out and knowing that I will get to it eventually in the exact way I want it to be. But for now, um, being able to release two new designs that I was going to have at Texas. I'm really excited to be able to put those online. So hopefully you guys like them. Yeah, I was very excited. That was one of the reasons because we had talked about it. And then I was like, oh, you're going to have new stuff at Texas. I'm so excited. So for, for the holidays, for Christmas, I got a soft plunge gift card. And I'm like, I'm so glad I saved it. I was like, yes, yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's happening. Um, so I'm going to need all the new things because I have, of course, any good pinhead has their uh, pinball wardrobe. Like I have like a section of my closet that is slowly growing. And I'm like, I don't have enough pinball shirts. And you know right. how I feel about my golden girl shirt that I'm like, I need a backup because God forbid something happened to that something shirt. Something happens. I was like, no, what happens if you stop making it? Or what happens if like they, they don't make it anymore? more of like what would I do um but I, lo- I love that shirt I wear it like all everybody's like oh that's Lauren's Golden Girls pinball shirt and then I expound on why there should be an actual Golden Girls pinball machine but right. uh yeah you know I mean I love my you know I get a lot of comments when the I love when I wear the I love ping pong shirt I get a lot yep. of people, they're like wait wait <laughs> Uh, especially for the non-pin people, the pin people just think it's funny. But um, yeah. I love wearing your swag when I'm out at events because um, a lot of folks are starting to know who Soft Plunge is and know what you're doing. But I just get a lot of comments like, hey, that's a really cool shirt. Yes, it is. Have you been to softplungepinball.com? So <laughs> um, every single one of your shirts that I've worn has always been a conversation starter, which to me, I love when I wear clothing that makes people either think or say something or just strikes up a conversation with a new friend. Like, I totally. love that. Like um, the Wu-Tang shirt always gets like, is that Wu-Tang? I was like, Wu-Tang, <laughs> like, Wu-Tang. You can't see me <laughs> listeners, but I'm doing the Wu-Tang sign. I love everything you're doing. And of course on the show, listeners, you know, we talk about the booty shorts nonstop. <laughs> we had this whole thing. <laughs> About the booty shorts, like I, I would say at least half a dozen episodes, those shorts have come up and they're like, Lauren, you have to wear them. I was like, y'all know. <laughs> no, I'm going to need to wear like pants underneath if I wear them. But uh, but those are those your best selling item. I mean, what what would be the best selling item from your shop? Since I started, the shorts have sold more than literally anything else that <laughs> I have made, which makes me so happy. Can I just say like my heart, it soars and I get messages from people still every time they see someone out wearing my shorts at an event, I'll get a picture and it'll just be like, Oh my gosh, we were out at this tournament and we saw someone wearing these and they'll send the photo. I got a really cute message from my friend Lisa in New Zealand saying that uh, she almost got in trouble for taking a picture of our friend Danielle's boyfriend's butt wearing my soft plunge shorts. (laughs) So I understand the struggle, Um, but it's, it makes me really happy whenever I see people wearing them, even if I just catch them in a photo or like a winner's circle. If I ever see someone in a winner's circle photo wearing my stuff, I'm like, so proud. Like I had something to do with it. I have nothing to do with it, but it still makes me really like proud and happy to see the representation. And 
you know, hearing that people are talking about it and hearing that you're getting compliments just makes me really, really happy. It's just, I do this because I love it. You know, this isn't anything that's even paying for itself, but it's, um, but it's something I do because I genuinely have a passion for it. And I love our pinball community. So I love being a part of it in some small way that I can kind of contribute a little bit to. Um, I do, I have some things that are on sale that are kind of last wave of things um, to go out. So I have the party humans t-shirts um, designed mm-hmm. by my friend, Carolyn Maine in Portland are um, on sale. The Wu-Tang lightweight hooded shirts. So it's like a t-shirt feel. But with, yeah. But it's, it's a long sleeve hood right. is uh, a good layering when I kept that on sale, the pinball summer tank tops on sale. Um, and the pinball summer dresses that I have left are also on sale online. So, um, those items are cheap, <laughs> basically selling those at cost or slightly below cost just to finish out the last of the stock so that I can have some more money to make some more new stuff. Cause that's how this works. Yeah. No, the pinball, <laughs> pinball summer dress was adorable, not for my body type, but I love that dress so freaking much. Um, I love the pinball summer tank. That's super cute. So you guys stuff is on sale, go get it. Um, yeah, no, there's always such cute stuff. I love the fact that you use local artists or, you know, actually go and find artists because it's, especially now, like right now, I mean, those kind of folks definitely need our support. Um, you know, artists, graphic designers, um, you know, a lot of shops like print shops, things like that are closing up because there aren't any jobs right now. So if you have artists in your community that, you know, listeners definitely throw them some love, throw them some work. Um, I know that they would really appreciate it, but, but I, I appreciate that, that you kind of use local artists in your community and also other female artists as well. And listeners, just so you know, I'm gonna, we're just going to talk about it. Um, I'm working up a design with my girl, Regina, you know, Regina Morales, who does all of the local bell stuff. And she's working up a design for me. And we're going to do a specialty back box pinball shirt through Soft Plunge. And I'm super excited about it. I don't have dates. We're still working on the art. Um, but I'm hoping by summer that we can have something on the website. And I, I was super excited because, you know, Jessica started talking about it. I was like, oh, that's an awesome idea. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, I, and, and you guys still can get the official shirt through a Silverball swag that has the logo. But this is going to be a different specialty shirt with a completely different design. Um, Regina knows me pretty well. I, I kind of like usually with her, I'm like, I want this and this go. And she's like, okay. So um, that's kind of where we're at. So I, I'm hoping to get that in the next uh week or two from her and, and we'll get that started but i'm super excited about it as Me soon as it's as soon as it's ready to go we'll of course put a link um out there for you guys but um that was another big announcement i wanted to make so we got more uh box box swag coming your way because I, I i'm like kind of weak on the swag <laughs> and i was like i need more <laughs> swag i was like i mean i just had the one shirt and i mean my logo shirt is just it's not selling well <laughs> So I was like, maybe I need more swag. And, um, you know, Jessica and I talked about the t-shirt design and, and I love supporting my friends and then also, you know, small business owners and small, small female business owners. So I was like, heck yeah, I, half my shirts are from soft plunge anyway. I was like, why not? <laughs> Let's get it out there. And yeah. yeah, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those situations where I want to support you. I want to get you exposure through my channel, you know, just to be able to have that as well. And knowing that we can make something really cool together that's going to have your flair and some of those touches. And everything that I do is hand printed and it's, you know, a small batch. So it's not, uh, you know, kind of like a direct to print kind of situation. So these are, you know, putting work to small companies for the printing, for the design with local artists, like you said, supporting a lot of female artists. Um, supporting a lot of different people throughout our community and having good representation, I think is really important. Um, it's not that it's a brand that's just for women, but it's a brand that loves to support women because it's run by women. So, um, being able to have a lot of different options, being able to come out with something cool to do a limited release for you, for the podcast and show some love and support back to you for all you're doing for the community makes me really happy. So I'm glad you announced it because I'm like, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it, but it hasn't started yet. So I'm like, Let's <laughs> talk about it. You know, because uh, I had talked to just there's a lot going on with with you know with the world. Um, but Regina and I had talked 
well, yeah, it would have been a week ago. And she's like, I'm on it. Don't worry. She's like, I got, she's like, I got the idea. It's like, I saw her, like, I saw like, she did like the thinking pose. She's like, I got what I want to do. Um, so I was like, all right, girl. I'm like, I'm not gonna mess with your process. Um, I was like, I just need it so I can make my shirts and be, you know, all that. But I just, for me, when I saw Kelly, Kelly Raisler, you're my girl. The first time I saw somebody wearing my like apparel, like with my logo on it, like I almost cried because I was like, you're wearing something like that like is like connected to me and I guess that's how you feel when you see soft plunge stuff every time yeah and I was just like I was just so like moved that like somebody was like somebody spent their harder money to like have my logo on their shirt so I and I loved it and it's great and but I have a huge uh, appreciation for for hand printed small batch items um there there's a difference when it's hand printed so and when um jessica and i have been talking about it i thought you know this might be a great opportunity to have another shirt to support another friend and you know and for the listeners if you guys want to do something different besides the logo shirt which i love and is amazing um but it just gives some people some different things because maybe the logo shirt wasn't their jam and I was like all right we're gonna have this other option for you guys and and eventually I want to do koozies and stickers because if you don't know Lauren loves her stickers I have the big vinyl stickers um eventually we'll start selling those um the pins you can't buy because those are going to just be for patreon supporters but the the vinyl stickers I'll probably start selling because I get a lot of comments on like where can I get that sticker it's so cool because it's huge guys it's like five or six inches it's huge <laughs> like if you're gonna put it on your car or something you like better be a big fan because it's, it's like, commitment it is super commitment it's taking up a lot of real estate on your window um but yeah, I just think that it's so important to support our friends, especially right now. And I'm super excited to be working with Jessica because um, yeah. she is one of my my dearest friends um, here in pinball. And I love everything that you do, Jessica. You are just so talented and creative. And I am like, you know, definitely fan number one for Soft Plunge. And I hope one day that I, you know, can fit into the booty shorts. Um, I want to wear them. Like Deborah Tallman was giving me a hard time. She's like, just get them, just get them and wear some um, tights underneath or whatever. And I was like, I, I've I, seen I don't people do it. <laughs> I have seen people do it with the tights and it's really cute. Yeah, I, I may. Cause I actually love the shorts. They're so cute. You guys, uh, for the, if you're a new listener, if you haven't seen these shorts, I'll put a link in the show notes, but they're adorable. I mean, every time I see them on people, I'm like, they're so cute. I was like, oh, I want a pair. <laughs> they're, so, they're really comfortable and really stretchy. And the at first I was like, Okay, maybe like they're just like loungewear, right? For like home or if you're going to go to the pool or the beach or like something like that, they're great. And then everyone started wearing them out to the Northwest Pinball Arcade show at the show. And I was like, <laughs> I love you guys so much. And they're like, they're so comfortable. I'm like, yes, this is what I wanted to have happen. <laughs> All your dreams have come true. <laughs> they really have. All right. So we've talked about, you know, what's kind of on the horizon for, for soft plunge, but what's on the horizon for you? Are you, do you have any big trips plans? I know with the world as it is, but in, in an ideal world, if this clears up in a month or so, do you have anything going on for the summer? Yeah. So like I just mentioned, the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show in Tacoma, hopefully they'll be able to move forward. I know um, a lot of event organizers are a bit concerned now with seeing everything that's happening with insurance for TPF and things like that are, you know, if we can't move forward, are they going to have expenses covered and things like that is, is a huge question on people's minds, but I'm really hoping that um, everyone's social distancing will pay off and will flatten out that bell curve and be able to get ahead of things. So hopefully we will have TPF, um, you know, kind of as a, as a teaching tool for conferences to prepare and we'll be able to move past that. And the Northwest Pinball Arcade show will hopefully be able to continue on. Um, and I have plans to be at the Brisbane masters again this year with a vendor area for the very first time. Oh, so wow. actually having a vendor booth for soft plunge pinball and also double danger pinball at Brisbane masters is the hope. So Oh, that's exciting. Because I remember last year you were packing, like people were ordering and you were packing it all in your suitcase to like just fill those particular orders. But that's exciting. Yeah. So being able to actually have a presence to be able to sell on site there would be so wonderful. I can't say enough great things about the event. Everyone's heard me gush about that before. 
but Brisbane Massacre's the Brisbane Pinball and Arcade Collective who puts that all together. They do such an amazing job. It's such a wonderful, welcoming, loving group of humans anyway. They're some of the best people that I've ever met, period. Forget just in the pinball community. I adore them. So, um, you know, Jimmy Nails and all the hard work that he does. Uh, they just had to post, unfortunately, that Netherworld is closed due to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, the the curves are different in different places. So in Australia, slightly different than in the States, slightly different than Italy and China and everywhere. So things are starting to roll out there. Um, and I know that it's a hard time, but they have so much love and support in the community and love and support from over on this side. So hopefully everything will be wonderful for them as well. And masters will still be able to continue. It's late July, early August are the the kind of dates for going over there. So hopefully we will be able to get a handle on things by then and hopefully we'll be able to be there. So those are the two trips that I had planned, the two shows that I have on the horizon. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, everyone will take care of themselves and take care of each other. And we will see each other out flipping again really soon. Those sound like amazing trips. Um, we just had Maria Hassund from Norway and she was talking about going to the Brisbane Masters. I'm like, I'm so jelly. I was like, that is I think if I could go to any show or event outside the U.S., that is number one at the top of my list between you, Maria, and like so many other people who've talked about the Brisbane Masters. I'm like, this sounds like the most amazing pinball event ever. I mean, it's 10 days of pinball events. They also have arcade events. They do the Kong off there, Australian Kong off. So it's you have a lot of things happening. They're doing it in a new space this year. So it's uh, in a brewery. And it's basically like dedicated space for us, better bar access, which is great, of course. It was really fun when it was at the ECA, but it was a whole deal. So I understand them wanting to change venues up and do something a little different, which makes it really exciting too, because Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, now it's something new this year, something new this year. (laughs) I really like that. Um, And I'm slated to TD the women's event again, which makes me really happy um, with my friend Tanya Lowe, who's um, supported last year and, her location, um, Pinkadia sponsored the women's last year, sponsoring women's this year. So really appreciate all of her support and love. And um, yeah, I, I really hope that it's something that, that we can do again. But I think a lot of people um, internationally started really paying attention to it when Colin Urban came and swept up all of that whopper storm and just pulled all <laughs> those back. And um, it was great because I had been talking to Colin and his parents, Sarah and Thomas, um, about Brisbane Masters and telling them, you guys have to go. You have to go. It's so wonderful. And you get a trip to Australia, right? So um, when they couldn't get into, they didn't get Pinburg tickets last year. So Sarah and Thomas were like, tell us about Brisbane again. And so I was like, here is all of the information. Here's my Bill Bryson in a Sunburn Country book to read about the country itself. And they had the time and opportunity to be able to go and make it a full month trip while Thomas was on sabbatical. So they drove cross country. So they flew into the West, drove all the way across East to Brisbane. So they were actually able to see a lot of the country and they were able to uh, lure Colin in with the promise of 10 days of pinball tournaments after three weeks (laughs) uh, driving cross country with his parents. So they had like a really amazing trip. And got to explore another country that they hadn't been to. And then the culmination was all of these wonderful pinball events with these amazing hosts and Colin just taking it by storm. He did. And then ending up in the top five in the world at the end of it. It's just like, that was so amazing. But I think that that kind of turned everyone's heads in the world of competitive pinball for, oh my gosh, they are really putting on some amazing, crazy events there. So, um, you know, when you look at the registration list for Brisbane Masters, you're starting to see more people from other countries coming in. So you see Norway, you see the U.S. popping up more because normally it was just Australia, New Zealand, and then a couple of crazy people like me from the States. (laughs) um, And then my friends Esther and Connor, you know, have been going as well. So you would see kind of us three weirdos going over there and just like, yeah, we're going to go all the way to Australia for a pinball tournament. Why not? And now you start to see a lot more people who are like, oh, maybe we should go to Australia for a pinball tournament. <laughs> so I encourage everyone to to go and be a part of 
Brisbane Masters and really support what they're doing out there as well. No, I think that it's just such a neat idea, a neat concept. Every time I hear about it from people who have been, they just have nothing but amazing things to say about it. I have like a reason. Yes. Sorry, guys. I was messing with my mic and I was just like, I was, I, I'm coughing. I don't have COVID-19. I literally just have seasonal allergies, which is annoying because yeah. everybody looks at me. I went to the grocery store, which was like taking my life into my own hands yesterday. And literally everybody looked at me like, oh my God, you're patient zero. It was like, I am allergic to everything. Stop staring at me. Uh, the same I like, thing I, happened to me. And one of the employees is like, that's a way to clear an aisle. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just like, oh my God, it's just such a mess. But but back to the Brisbane Masters, it's definitely on my radar. I definitely want to go. I haven't, like, besides the fact that I want to go play a week's worth of pinball with a bunch of people who love it just as much as I do. I have a friend that lives in Australia. So I have like a complete legitimate excuse. I'm like, because I haven't seen her in years. And yeah. she was like, you should come see me. And I'm like, I, I, that's a lot of money to fly to Australia. <laughs> so um, book your tickets now. Oh yeah, you know what? That might not be a bad idea. So, uh, but yeah, no, I will put a link for the the Brisbane Masters in the show notes, guys. And I talk about it all the time. It's such a great event. Everything I've heard about it is simply amazing. So, have you guys been talking about when I say you guys, you and Kate Martin, um, anything about Whipped on the horizon? Um, will you be working with her this year on that? I will. Um, so I'm not actually playing in Pinburg this year, but I will still be TDing whipped with Kate, um, as well as Crystal and Jade are coming back for uh, tournament director duties, which is awesome. Last year, Kate and I were a little strapped running back and forth, just the two of us. So it's really nice to have Crystal and Jade back in the stable of directors. So excited about it. Um, excited for expanding whipped for having more players for having a nice prize pool again, working really closely um, with replay effects to have a dedicated area. So we're not split into two sections of games and have everything a little bit closer and more condensed, really clear signage. Um, just so excited with all of the support that the replay foundation shows to whipped and um, you know, wanting to make sure that it is a strong featured event. So definitely happy to be a part of it again. I'm really glad that um, Kate keeps chugging along with it because while she's in for, you know, as long as she's in for it, I'm along for the ride with her. So we will continue to grow it and make it just the most spectacular women's pinball event in the world. It is amazing. And I'm just so excited to see what WIPT 2020 holds. Well, Jessica, I we have filled a whole hour's worth of stuff. Oh my gosh, about, we have. I know. <laughs> we talked about all the things. I was a little nervous because I'm like, because <laughs> you're one of the few people I've had on more than once. So I'm like, we don't have the traditional, like, we don't have the origin story. Uh, we're not going to do the questions because it's like, you, she's already answered them. Right. Um, but I will ask you a bonus question. Um, okay. We asked this on the pinball slumber party. So I feel like this is a fun bonus question. So what is your favorite pinball snack? Ooh, favorite pinball snack. That's a really good question. Actually. Um, I have been, I do a lot of cooking. So we had our friend Bob over for some pinball and I had um, some vegetarian taquitos that I uh, had made and had in the freezer. And then you just pop them in the air fryer so that's a nice, easy, oh, we've been doing a lot of drinking and playing pinball and we need some food that I don't have to do a lot of work for right now. So I will pop some of those in. Um, my, I will say that my favorite like little salty treaty snack that I don't have to do any cooking on is moon cheese. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I like some Gouda moon cheese. Yeah. I've had yeah. moon cheese. It's tasty. That's funny. I see, this is why we're connected. Cause I'm walking through the store yesterday and I'm like, I want taquitos. And usually, I mean, I get like just the regular deli mex taquitos that come in a giant box. Um, but I'm now like intrigued by the vegetarian taquitos cause they are the perfect snack. You just like mm -hmm. put them in the microwave or put them in the oven. So they can get like crunchy, um, to heat them up, but they're perfect because it's like they're if you get two or three, you're like, this is good. And it soaks yep. up like whatever you need to soak up <laughs> or, you yep. know, just, it's just enough. And you don't, if you don't feel as bad as like if you just went and gorged on chips or something. Cause it's like, right. well, this feels like it's actual food. So I like, <laughs> I like those moon, moon cheese and taquitos. You know, if, if the end is near, I'm going to go hang out in your basement because uh, those are some excellent quality <laughs> snacks. 
and we'll you, play are, some you are welcome in the basement. <laughs> You're welcome to come play some pin- the non-existent basement <laughs> slash living room that's been taken over by pinball machines. Uh, <laughs> definitely welcome to come and play. Just wash your hands. Wash your hashtag wash your hands, y'all. <laughs> hashtag wash your hands. Jessica, again, thank you so much for coming on the show, um, for making this work uh, time-wise. We we are recording this bright and early in the morning, y'all. So I, I yeah, appreciate- we are. <laughs> we is is early, um, but we <laughs> ma- we made it work. You know how I feel about you, girl. I love you, and you oh, are more dude. than welcome to come on the show anytime you want. Um, not just for spring fashion show, but if you got anything else going on, the door is always open. We're gonna get together on that shirt. It's gonna be amazing, and I'm very excited about it. So thank you, me thank too. you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for partnering with me in some new exciting ventures. We'll talk more when the shirt releases out when the design is ready. I can't wait to see it. Regina, get on it. <laughs> no, it's going to be it's going to be so much fun. I'm I'm super excited about it. Um the other big thing I want to talk to you listeners about is the Twiffies. The Twiffies are going to be live streamed this year if you haven't heard. I can't talk about it, but all I'm going to say is watch. Watch, 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 watch. There's going to be some goodness there. You guys are going to be super excited. There's going to be some interesting surprises. So March 28th, I don't have the link currently, but as soon as I get the link, I will definitely post it on the Facebook and the Instagram pages. Um, But yeah, put that in your calendars to watch the evening of March 28th for the online stream of the Twippies. And that is all I got. That is all I got, you guys. And I'm going to try to keep this content flowing because I know you guys are at home and or working. God, for those of you who have to work, my husband works for a grocery store and poor thing. I was like, good God. Um, you know, for those of you who are having to work in, we're thinking about you and hope you're staying safe. For those of you who can stay home, stay home. Um, and, you know, be safe. Uh, we're all thinking about you and we're all in this together. And hopefully we can get back to playing pinball as soon as possible and getting to see all our friends. So uh, much love to you guys. Please stay safe and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping!